Hello and welcome to the Permanent Good Podcast, a podcast that's part movie club, part improv comedy. My name is Craig Wells, a.k.a. Permanent Handle. I'm Alex Good, a.k.a. Alex Good. And we are here for our second week of uh, guests and, and slashers. Don't have a good title for this thing. Slashing our guests. Uh, you know, a slash fiction means something in the fan fiction world, so maybe we shouldn't say we're slashing our guests. Right. Um, <laughs> and our guest currently is rummaging around like he's not recording a podcast right now. <laughs> I, as you started, my laptop said, hey, low, ba- low battery. And I'm like, why is there low power? <laughs> Uh, it is very much plugged into the wall. It is very much plugged into my laptop. What is going on here? Are you okay? Did you... So we haven't figured it out. Oh, it's charging now. Okay. It'll, it'll survive. Oh, wait. I had a whole intro I was going to try to jump in on, and that just all, that's it all up. Do you, do you want us to set you up for it? It, it, The, the normal intro is usually the setup. Was my setup for it? So I can fix it in post. No, we're leaving oh, no. this all it, in. We better leave oh, this all in. Yeah. All right, Andrew, we'll set you up again, and you can take it. Okay, uh, just do the normal. It's like, hi, my name is. No, yeah, you know, I got you. I got you. Okay, right. from the top. <laughs> my name is Craig Wells, aka Permanent Handle. I'm Alex Good, aka Alex. Good. Hey guys, uh, I'm here too, but I don't have a fun aka like you guys do. What what should I do here? Oh, what a good question. This has been the problem that we've run into with literally all of our we can guests. Call, uh was Andrew Wells, aka the OG sponsor. <laughs> the, OG call, listener, this, this, the OG listener, the OG fan, yeah. aka Andrew Big Craig. Um, first fan, first sponsor. Yeah. AKA level one. Yes. <laughs> the AKA, ground floor. Yep, exactly. Founding father. <laughs> you can take your pick, honestly. Yep. All of these I, work. They all work, but I think for the podcast, it's probably OG sponsor. Sure, We'll take the OG sponsor. Um, I did want to bring something to the table for like an actual intro, though. So Mm -hmm. I just watched a trailer for a movie. Um, It came out of the TIFF, the Toronto Film Festival, and it's produced by Focus Entertainment, and it is called Wolf. Now... (sighs) This movie came from a film festival. It's called Wolf. So I unfortunately was not surprised. I just watched Alex flip off who I assume is his wife. Yeah, I almost pulled her on screen, bro. (laughs) She was almost making her uh, appearance on the podcast. A lot of people don't think she's real. Really? I guess. (laughs) I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think she was real when you first (laughs) were talking to me about her. Um. Anyway, this movie is called Wolf, and it's about a. A person who thinks he's a wolf. Oh, so it's like teeth. Um, yeah. And so it's uh this dude, this actor who I'm not familiar with, and then Lily Rose Depp is in it. So the premise is it's a bunch of people at a facility who have, I think, what they called species identitive disorder or something Ooh. like that. What the and heck? it's uh people who believe that they are animals. Where? And so they send them to this facility in the middle of the woods so that way they can learn to be human again. That's feels like and the worst place you, to do it at. Yeah, you're correct, Andrew. <laughs> yes, correct. let's go take all these um, people who think they're woodland creatures to the woods to be people. Right. That seems like that is a obviously movie recipe for oh, failure. Man. And do you guys remember that vine that was like, in all forms except physical, I am a wolf? Um, It's... <laughs> 
it, it's that. It's that as a movie. So it's the it's these people who all think they're animals, and it's it's super like middle school like inner beast type thing. Like it's animorphs the movie exactly. Like all the kids in middle school that only wore that t shirt of three wolves howling at a moon. Like it's oh. that as a movie. Ooh. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I want to say their name, but I cannot do it. <laughs> so uh, other things to uh, think about this movie. So it is like a psychology movie. And I mm-hmm. want you to guess what they call the head psychologist. The zookeeper. Andrew, you are correct. <laughs> it's the zookeeper. Holy crap, man. <laughs> not the warden. They like, yes. They, he's, we call him the zookeeper. Stay away from him. That's a line from the trailer. um and so like trailer based on the trailer like what's the quality of like how well was it shot and stuff like an indie film so yeah it's described as a high concept art house okay so it's gonna be middle schoolers making their middle school uh animal face i mean it's high quality in terms of uh production yeah Yeah. Yeah. and you know lily rose depp is in it and also hey lily rose do nepotism better (laughs) hey you're the daughter of johnny depp do nepotism better (laughs) i feel like she's just like we'll do the strange stuff just because I don't need to do the big high budget well paying stuff because I'll just inherit my dad's money at some point. I guess not. I have no idea who this person is. So right? I'm trying to like Lily wrote I didn't know who she, first of all, she's your age, Craig. Yep. And she was born in France. So Hollywood, it's ridiculous. This is yeah. Johnny Depp mm-hmm. like no, it's not all that weird because I thought Johnny Depp's like sixty, and I'm like, ooh, that's really old. But it's like he only—it's older for a parent, no. but it's not that old. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring this to the table. She plays a character who thinks that she's a wildcat, and so like the narration is like, was she in High School Musical? <laughs> it's like wolves and wildcats have always been natural enemies, but we're gonna fall in love, and you bet that there is a shot of the main character howling into the sky dude the ratings for this movie aren't bad they're not it's like a 7.2 7. out, out of 10 and i don't know when it comes out but December like third oh now the real question is, is I, a, like obviously it's only like critics pretty much who have seen it at this point is this just like a film person's yeah. 7.2 or is this an actual 7.2 because if it's a film person 7.2 it's gonna be a craig 1.5 yeah. well it's only got three reviews and two of them are from critics and one of them is from a user and i can't see who did what which is yeah. a problem <laughs> oh the user did a 10 did a 10 out of 10 oh that, that goodness does, gracious honestly All right. if it's a user who has early access to films like this that honestly gives me even less hope for it yeah so uh check us out in december when i inevitably subject myself to this movie for the entertainment yep. of the podcast yeah. uh and ladies and gentlemen that is him saying he's gonna watch on his own time we are not that, forcing yeah, you to a watch small, it tall movie because no. he can't force me to watch this yeah because i'm not watching that yeah i'm not using my <laughs> i do crappy, implore everybody to watch the I'm trailer not using though. my crap Africa internet to try to bootleg that movie. Right. <laughs> Just like pirating this movie. And they're like, this isn't real. Are you guys ready to talk about the movie? Yeah, I'm ready yeah, to talk about the movie. Send it. 
All right, so we're going to talk about our movie for this week, and we watched the original Friday the 13th movie, and we are going to do two sections. We're going to do a section with no spoilers and a section that is full spoilers. If you don't want to hear this conversation at all, you are more than welcome to skip, to skip to our improv segment, which happens at this time code right here. Time code 3647. All right. Um, First so off, what it were feels you... like this has been a while since we've done a uh, two-part in the movie section. This usually it feels like the last one. We did one part. last week. We uh, did one last week. Well, I yeah. I wasn't there for that. So yeah. See, Andrew's coming from the listener's perspective, so like he only knows what we've put out. Yeah, and as you know, we put out as often as we can. Right. I mean, <laughs> I try to. Think Alex got a baby. Right. <laughs> Same joke, different way. I I, I dig it. Um, so this movie, man, every horror movie I'm starting to realize starts the exact same way from the perspective of the killer about yep. to kill somebody. And, and it's always and like a shaky, unstable cam. Not super scary, but like kind yeah. of fits the theme. Right. And I don't like it. It's one of those well, things that like I, in order for me to be scared of something, I don't want to see it. And you're starting me off. Yeah, I can't see what I'm, what the actual, you know, killer looks like, but I don't. I want to just him have him be a myth, and then we just see them later. You know Can what I, I mean? give you a counterpoint on that? Send it. Um, I kind of like it because then it like it makes us question if we see something in the background. We know something is out there now. I think seeing him do it once lets us re- lets us like really cement in our minds. Oh, this thing is real, and it can happen. Mm-hmm. So every time something moves in the background, you're kind of like, was that something? Was that something? Something? Yeah. Well, for and this me, movie it's did like, not do that well. For me, it's what this movie did is like I don't inherently have a problem with the using the camera as the POV as the killer. Mm-hmm. For me, it's you can. It was difficult, especially in this movie, sometimes to tell when it was the shot or if the shot was supposed to be the POV of the killer. Right. Sure. Is like yeah. so, is it just poor placement of the camera behind this tree, or is it supposed to be this t- humanoid killer behind the tree? Right. If it's behind a tree, I assume it was the killer. Right. But there was but, a shot. When you say that, mm-hmm. the shot that made me think of it is, um, you know, there. It's like uh, outside a window and like kind of climbing up the cabin wall to show that the phone line had been cut. Mm-hmm. Um, like that is something like from that perspective, it you're like, oh, maybe it's the killer. But then it starts to kind of like scale the wall. It was like, oh no, this mm-hmm. is just an establishing shot. Yeah, it's that's the danger for me that you run with those types of shots especially if you don't do them enough or distinguish them well enough and i don't think this movie always did the best job of that also all the killer shots were at the perfect distance of an establishing shot yeah right it was like across the lake or across the grounds i don't like this because the things that scare the most is the least i know uh, the, the less I know about the killer, the more scared I am. But if I know, for instance, that you're real, I know that you can't be everywhere at once. I know that you're going to make noise when you're approaching. I know that you're human. You don't have any superpowers, anything like mm-hmm. that, which gets frustrating for me. Um, and I think a lot of modern horror scary stuff, that's why a lot of it's supernatural because they can just play by their own rules. But with this, I'm like, now we know it's a person. We know they have a, per- a point of view. Um, Also, these older movies, like it's all the movies we're watching this month were like 75 to 85 mm-hmm. and they almost all across the board have the killers hear music and this one's iconic is that eh, i eh, like eh, this one eh, the i really like this one very cool but now i know 
someone something's gonna happen something's gonna happen it gives it away and for me like similar to jaws that done done it mm-hmm. it's supposed to build it up and get like intense and scare you but for me i'm just like now i know when to be scared and well, when i, I don't hear that music i'm just not gonna be scared yeah my gripe about the music isn't so much that it, it's like half the whole point of music, especially in a scary movie, is to put you into that, put you into a scared mood. And mm-hmm. this music wasn't scary. Uh, like right. the the main theme for Jason is a little spooky, but in general, that the main theme that they played is not like the general score is not spooky at all. And I'm just like, I right. am gonna place a hard disagree on that one. I think that the that the sh- the sheer like shriekness of it, like the the pure like I, I that was like I I agree. It's definitely like a get ready for something to happen. Like if you're gonna be scared, this is when it's gonna happen. But I also think it does a it, it's a very good tone setter. Like it might me, be transparent, very, but it does a good job setting the mood. It's very eighties scary. Yeah. Not sure because for me, this is from my very minimal orchestra background. I prefer a more subtle 1600s perspective. You're right, yeah, yeah. Bach, Beethoven, uh-huh. the classics. Um, like, I prefer a more subtle background music where it's very I'm, I'm the music thing is ambient, not to be. Yeah, I like being nervous when the music all of a sudden turns off or it fades mm-hmm. out, and you're like, "Wait, have that also happened no... a few times though." Right. Yeah, but it draw it drew my attention, and then I re- and then I remembered Kelly doesn't show up without the music. It's like <laughs> swiper can't swipe us if we say swiper no swiping. It was one of those situations where like no reason to be scared. Also, um, Nightmare on Elm Street did it too. It got to a point where the music came up so often that it lost its impact for me because mm-hmm. we hear it early in this movie, like real early, and it was cool. The problem is, is this person is trying to kill six or seven campers. That means we have to hear this at least six or seven times, but probably mm-hmm. multiple times per person. And I'm like, it's going to get old. And it did get old. Yeah. I think that it might have gotten away with doing it as many times as it did if the movie was a little bit longer. Yeah. But the movie couldn't be longer because then it would be boring. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a 90 minute movie. And that's a they cram a lot into that 90 minutes. Four. But yeah. also if they made it <laughs> two hours, it would be way too long long i also love like this movie wastes no time setting up the lore for this for this movie because annie walks into a diner and she's like hey where's camp crystal lake and everyone stops dude the radio turns off i just said like record scratch they're like what oh my gosh dude (laughs) everyone in the diner turns at her and goes the camp's been shut down for 20 years yeah dude and of course there's a town bum who's like spreading prophecy and i'm like what are we watching (laughs) but also it's like why is anyone that surprised that they know the camp's being reopened why is anyone that surprised that there's someone coming through inquiring anything about that camp yeah, because the truck driver's even like, yeah, like I'll take uh, you. What's his like? What's his name? Mike or something? Like Mike has been investing twenty five thousand dollars into this camp. Which yeah, we I, know I, about I, it. I did that calculation because I I had it's eighty five thousand dollars. It's eighty. I I had ninety five thousand. I mean, oh, okay, that's still not bad. Also, it wasn't a very big camp. I'm like, wait, is this all the counselors? 
That's it? Mm-hmm. Well, like, this like, definitely 20, doesn't seem like enough. It is. Pre- it, it hadn't opened officially yet. There weren't actual kids coming for a while. It's just like a prep crew, I But thought. I feel like that was the whole crew. Yeah, it I think so, well too. I'm like, been. man, this is a small operation. They are winging it. Also, the owner was just not there for the first half of the movie. Yeah. yeah. The, the owner was also just a liar. Because yeah. the, owner's, the owner's like, hey, I'm going to go downtown real quick, pick up supplies. I will be back after lunch, max. Dude gets back, midnight. Yeah, dude. It mm-hmm. was obnoxious. I forgot he was a thing. I'm like, oh, can we get some adults in here, please? It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, so he was just, always I'm thinking, in the back of my mind, but I'm just like, really? You're just gonna... It's like, you bringing it up, it's like, yeah, he was gone significantly longer than he said he was gonna be. I just want to say one last thing before we jump into the spoiler section. Um, A lot less sex in this movie than I thought there was gonna be. Like, in my head, Friday the 13th, like, one of its stereotypes is teenagers having sex. You know, camp counselors, you know, doing it when there's a murderer on the loose. Only one couple has sex in this movie. And then there's strip poker where they just get down into their underwear. And, and you yeah, don't none see of them very have much, sex. if at all. There's no none of them have sex. It's dude, there, we've watched. And crazy it's all movies. in the first half. And yeah. it's all in the first half. half. And none, no one has sex once the the kills have been revealed to the like. Po- yeah, people. I wouldn't say there was gratuitous no- nudity. No one was getting killed while getting changed. No one was getting killed in the shower. None of that was happening. So I'm like, this is really not bad. Yeah, yes. it is like, like, it is exactly what you think would happen with a group of teenagers. Right. Mm-hmm. So they. Oh, oh one yeah. other thing I want to talk about before spoilers. What was up with that cop, bro? On the motorcycle. <laughs> I feel like yeah. he, it was one of those things where they wrote more in the original script and they just and they had cut to just it on cut the out scenes. Floor. Yeah, because I'm like, what? This guy is so obviously just flexing authority. In, in and the honesty, lines and the dialogue was awkward. They could have just, and the thing is, is like they introduce him for the one scene, and then you never see him again. But and they right. introduce other cops. They could have just brought that cop. Yeah, back. <laughs> they the, the, the this cop on the motorcycle is in the scene for so long. You think that oh maybe he's the killer, right? Or like like he's around for so long. There's no way he's not important. He puts on his shades and he goes. What does he say? Like keep your nose as clean revs yeah. his bike and he's out of the movie <laughs> also i i'm not convinced that actor knew how to ride a bike because he struggled Dude, to get out that of that driveway <laughs> he's trying to do like a burnout or a donut and he, mm-hmm. the bike was like i was scared i'm like this bike's gonna fall over yeah <laughs> it looked like a parody um it reminded me a little bit of like uh wild hogs that's with exactly the gay what biker. i was thinking that's exactly what i was thinking i'm like okay what's going on also before we hop into spoilers this is kevin bacon's movie or is uh-huh. this i think this is his first this is his debut role and I, now i'm starting to learn that a lot of people are doing debut roles in horror films shout out <laughs> <Yeah>. donnie <Depp. laughs> yeah like i mean i guess that's where it happens yeah man the, also the, it's the like barrier for, for acting role. is low and also right. for a breakout role, this is a real. Uh, he's not in a whole lot of it. <laughs> with the real same thing with Johnny Depp. Yep. And he doesn't do a whole lot. But they're like, man, I've seen this guy in a speedo. We need to see more of him. Four years later, Footloose. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you guys ready to jump into spoilers? Let's send uh, it. Yeah. All right, if we have convinced you to watch this movie and you want to come back to the spoiler section after you've seen it, uh, you can skip ahead to the next segment right here. Time code. 3647. Dude, Friday the 13th is not relevant to this entire movie. The fact that it's Friday oh, the 13th. Oh, yeah, not at all. It's just like, 
it's, the day it happens. We're two for two on that happening. Well, it's yeah. the anti-superstitious people. It's like, this is their thing. It's just like, oh, Friday the 13th is just as relevant as Saturday the 14th or Thursday the 12th. Yeah. The fact that it's Jason's birthday and that's why his mom is going around killing them is honestly more relevant and equally undiscussed. Okay, let's like, talk about that. This movie could have been called Jason's Birthday. Yeah. Also, I had no idea that Jason wasn't killing people. I did. Like, I knew. Like, I was, like, watching, like, a nerdy quiz show, and, like, it gets brought up. And, like, I was surprised how much of the movie she's in. Like, mm. I thought it was going to be, like, one of those, like, oh, last five minutes of the movie, like, wrap it up, here's the last little bit of plot. Um, but, no, she's, like, in the entire third act. Mm. Dude, this I've was, like, this one of those Scooby-Doo before, so. moments for me where they're, like, and the killer is his mom and has been this entire time i'm like well what about jason jason we watched it before jason and he's just not in this movie yeah jason i think that that's actually a really cool plot twist yeah jason um, has oh, yeah. one attempted be... murder <laughs> maybe kind of yeah yeah so, so I think that this might be the instance of a plot twist getting better over time. Yeah. Because normally you get plot twists like like in Empire Strikes Back. You know, dark. dark hey, spoiler. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Um, I think this is in the right. spoiler section. <laughs> right. Um, like that plot twist, everybody knows. Right. Mm. But this movie, Jason is so synonymous with the franchise that people forget that he's not in the first movie. Yeah. People legitimately. It, for, and it, it's not. I think that's why it's remained such a good plot twist is just because it's like it has not become the plot twist hasn't become part of the cultural zeitgeist. And it's just. Yeah. Like, but I think this is a cultural plot twist because the movie does not talk about Jason Voorhees being a killer. Not at all. Like at, not at all. all. So when people saw this movie for the first time, there wasn't, there wasn't a plot twist. Now people have made it a plot twist because we've talked about Jason so much. So now I'm just like, wait, is Jason just not it's, in this yeah, movie? Yeah, it's almost like, looped back around because it's like, I can only imagine the plot twist for Friday, the second Friday the 13th, which I haven't actually seen, is that right. it actually is Jason killing people. Right. So, dude, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But so it's, it it's kind of loops back around on itself and it's, it is fantastic. It's yeah, I liked super it. cool. I want to say overall i liked all of the deaths in this movie oh I thought they were all of cool the, yeah yeah and so the 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 time where i thought the these deaths are gonna be cool like annie dies in the woods and like she gets her throat slit and i'm like okay that's pretty gruesome but like par for the course right yeah. and then and then is it kevin bacon that yeah, that yeah. arrow through yeah. the chest that you from can see under it the bed and you my <laughs> yeah. favorite part that's my favorite shot is where you see it poking out before it's broken the skin is yeah that, that is so it's, cool it's i've like like i said i've seen this movie before it's like i remember that when that scene came up i'm like oh i love this scene yeah it's, it's and then to the face Mm-hmm. Act, like acts to the face i was like i went through three emotions in a split second seeing the act to the face it was oh my god she has an axe in the face and then oh you can kind of see the makeup like where the axe yeah. is on her uh-huh. face and then i'm like oh that's still gross right. <laughs> yeah and then and it then was- just the decapitation. Yeah. The deca- like, that <laughs> threw me for a freaking loop. Yeah. Because she swung yeah. a machete. By the way, people just, if someone's attacking you, just kill them. 
this whole leaving the weapons yeah. with the killer. She she hardcore knocked out the mom like three times. A couple and, times. Like three times and just stayed in the camp. Right. It's I'm like, just like, take the car. But she goes to the car and there's a dead body in there. I'm like, doesn't matter. Doesn't Run away. Yeah. Drive <laughs> away. I, I, and like that was the only death like again I was caught off guard I was shocked by it but then when I realized what happened I'm like a 50 like, how old is she 17 something no. like that grown grown bodybuilders cannot machete through someone's neck there that is so much reaction. in the neck yeah it, that was my reaction and then how much she moved her hands after her yeah. head was gone yeah that was uh, both <laughs> this. How would like, we describe this to our listeners? Just gesticulating fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like the why so, did you do this to me? But without a head. I, I thought it was creepy. Like it, like I, I had moved past this is not realistic. But like like you said, having like a why is this happening to me as you are at, as you are already dead, that's kind of a creepy image. It was weird. Dude. Mm. Also, I am absolutely horrible at guessing who the main character is when movies start. Um Oh, I, I was mean, definitely expecting I, Annie to be in the movie longer. Yeah. Same, I'm like, I yeah. am I suck at being like, oh, this person's gonna make it to the end. It's honestly seems another good plot random. twist in this movie though. It's like they definitely set Annie up to be the main character character and then she gets killed before before we before meet she even else. gets to the camp bro yeah and that's yeah. what you get for hitchhiking <laughs> hey if you're a six or higher mm-hmm. do not hitchhike ever <laughs> and if you and if you are a five or lower you cannot get a hitchhiker right like you cannot <laughs> hitchhike because nobody will pick you up right or if you're a moderately attractive white male like me I cannot hitchhike across country like I have always dreamed to dreamed of right I will not get if picked you, up or they'll pick you up and rob you. So yeah, if you're a yeah. dude and relatively attractive, you'll get robbed. If you're a girl and relatively attractive, you will you're, die. You're yeah. Only bad things could happen. Only yeah. bad things. So I also wanted to say I thought that Bill being like strung against the wall with arrows yeah. that was pretty gruesome. That, that was pretty wild, dude. The the fact I'm like I was wondering what the point was though because he had an arrow through the eye and he pinned him through it hit his brain he would have died from that shot yeah. and then they also slit his throat and I'm like I know I it's a slasher gr- movie but yeah I think it's just gore at that point because mm-hmm. um she's torturing this final camp counselor you know you don't get that part um, that that's my that's my biggest scrape of this movie is the is essentially uh mrs Voorhees entire actions through the last through that last act because none of it tracks with the previous two of how she right like efficient sneaky killer there's nothing they could have done and all of a sudden this person can knock you out three times and get away like what are you doing it's like efficient sneaky like no one finds a body until she literally until she lets them and then she throws an entire dead body through uh window oh yeah that was weird dude dude shout out monopoly by the way yeah (laughs) i don't know if that was product placement for the time but it was sick yeah. I'm like, yeah, Baltic Avenue. That's what's up. To be fair, we have enough fond memories playing Monopoly. And right. Just getting absolutely drunk off our minds. Dude, I thought when they're like, 
let's play Monopoly, but with a twist. I'm like, we're playing drunk Monopoly, and they're like, strip Monopoly. I'm like, gosh darn it, man. And also, when when she says, let's play strip Monopoly, I thought it was just like a throwaway line, and then we would cut back to them like half naked or something. No, we watch a good chunk of them playing a Monopoly game. Dude, it was the so... only one who's half naked is the guy when we cut yeah. back. It was so, so dumb. Dude, in real life, let's let's be real here. Women are not suggesting strip Monopoly when there's two girls and one guy. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> no, honestly, my head cannon has Brenda is by, so she's just like, I'll definitely get it on with both of them. Yeah, but that's fair. Like, what is happening, guys? It's like, like she definitely... uh, what is the line? What is the line that she says? Like two more steps, and you're halfway between Atlantic Avenue and Skin City. Yeah, yep. it's like I de- there's definitely a couple lines that Brenda said towards Alice. I think is what her name is. That was mm-hmm. definitely like mm, I think you're hitting on her. I think Brenda's by, and I'm like, ooh, go 80s for having more clear representation yeah. <laughs> than most modern um, movies. Did you guys fall for the drowning scene? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I... I mean, I, how could you not? I was just like, this guy's not drowning. This guy's not drowning. This oh, guy's not drowning. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh. That one. Wait. I was thinking of something else. Yeah. Oh, uh, the ver- you're thinking of the variant. Him? I didn't... Yeah. So I didn't fall In the for beginning him. of the movie, they're all jumping into the lake while they're getting watched by the Voorhees. And he starts, dr- quote unquote, drowning. And I'm like, this is not real. There's no um, music. I was kind of on board with it because we hadn't, because nobody had died yet. And I'm like, we, I mean, besides the original two. That was, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of me. It was like, at first, I wasn't um, convinced because it was very much fake. Oh my gosh, I'm drowning. Uh, but then, right. like, when he didn't come back up, and I knew that because. I had seen that last scene before the last scene of the movie before I knew that Jason was in the lake. I'm like, Oh wow. Is he, I guess Jason just drug him under. Right. Also. Yeah. I was ready for the movie to do anything at that point. Mm -hmm. So I was, I I was ready to accept it. Dude. Those kids were surprisingly good lifeguards. They did just about everything right. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the people in the boat who did absolutely nothing, but they grabbed the boat just in case. I'm like, yo, Mm -hmm. everybody's helping right now. This is shout out to that life preserver that just got tossed right on him. And that was only in the way right dude yeah because so this... like most teenagers would have seen that they would have waited another 45 seconds to see if it was a bit or not right mm-hmm. or maybe that's a now thing um be like he's just messing with us mm-hmm. so this is like the first i've seen of like the camp horror like we're yeah. all and it wasn't bad no it, it wasn't was... bad i liked it i genuinely right. liked it i i did too i thought I'd watch it again. Also, this like... didn't have the trope of, I heard a bad sound. Let me go investigate by myself. Nobody yeah, did Yeah, it did that. once. It did once. There's the... Help. But it also subverted it once, which right. I think was Yeah, there good. was the Brenda going out to the the girl shouting, help me. And she did get killed. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. But she didn't have anybody to go with her. Right. So I'm willing to let that slide. Yeah, but it, when there was the it, final two, they're like, we're going everywhere together. So yeah. that was good. I think... I think this movie is it, it does more well than it does poorly i think right. just genuinely and in all honesty mm-hmm. most most of the poorly is in that last act where like, it's just alice and the and mrs Voorhees right. going at, at it everything up to that i thought was i really enjoyed so let's yeah. get critical about the jason dragging her to the lake mm-hmm. it scared me it scared me i was like what the heck just happened mm-hmm. and obviously it was a dream sequence but i was thinking like 
in this movie, I'm like, let's just paddle your way out to the middle of the lake. No one can get you. Yeah. You would hear them coming. Like, do every, that. Like, every single, like, like stereotypical horror movie, that's the worst possible decision you could be making, was made by Alice during that last act. Right. And it, like, it all culminated in the going out to the middle of the lake with no oars at all. <laughs> like, she just pushed out <laughs> into the using... canoe. And... Yeah, and just drifts. Mm-hmm. She just pushed real hard. <laughs> I oh, think it's star- of what we've watched so far, which isn't a lot. Um, I think I'd be most likely to continue this franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since now we can look forward to Jason. The fact that we enjoyed this movie without Jason is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the, the bloody axe in the bed, like that was creepy. Yeah, man. It was it was kind of sick. I kind of like it. Yeah. So it's, I think it's like it just it just pissed me off again because it made me mad because it was just another instance of of Voorhees breaking her like stealthy streak for no apparent reason. Right. Yeah, but we we saw her psychotically break. You know, once she starts saying like "kill her, mommy, kill her, mommy," I'm like, <laughs> okay. Everything she does from this point on is a it, it, are the actions of a mad woman. Yeah, bro, she went so, off the deep end quick. To me, I think she was always off the deep end and was playing it normal, and then just for so it's like for me, she was always that mad, and she was still that cold and calculating and efficient through her kills. She just masked when she was talking to Alice. Right. Yeah, it was just a mask for that few minutes, and then when she and then she decided to drop the mask as she thought she had the kill locked in after pointless. Things, Theater. Hey, when in doubt, just don't drop the mask, man. Drop the mask, what are we doing yeah. dropping masks? Um, I'm gonna say that this is tied with Nightmare on Elm Street for me, so I'm giving it like a seven and a quarter. Yeah, I think it's as good as Nightmare on Elm Street. Can't remember what I gave that, but I think it's the same for me. Yeah, I think you gave it like a, I think you gave Nightmare like a six and a half or a flat seven. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I'll say flat seven. It's not great. I was on my phone for too much of this movie to be honest with you. But now having oh. a little bit of a background. Knowing what we can kind of expect out of the air, out of this era, I'm sorry. This is definitely one of the better movies. Of the four um, that we're going to watch this month, I would recommend this one to people. So far. Yeah. Which is weird because it doesn't have that signature killer that I normally like. So uh, I, I just want to say one more shot that like t- like scared me was when Bill was um, fixing the generator or trying to fix the generator, mm-hmm. and the shot is lined with Bill on the right third, and he's not centered, which makes you think something is gonna happen in the left third. Mm-hmm. And the door is open, and like there's the woods in the background, and nothing happens. It kind of has like that invisible man type psychology going on where like you expect something to be there, but you don't know if it is. So like that was probably the scariest 90 seconds out of pure tension. Mm -hmm. Did we watch Invisible Man for this podcast or was that a pilot episode? It it was a pilot episode. Freaking yikes, bro. That was such a good movie. Also, how many things from like the late 70s, early 80s from this movie do you think like younger watchers are just not going to understand in the slightest? There was straight up way too many movie references the amount of movie references was ridiculous i said that i paused the movie i'm like do you know how much of this movie we just don't get too much and and like uh with that cop who um was just throwing every native american reference that he could well it didn't help that when he showed up this guy was doing some sort of super stereotypical 
tribal yeah. dance, then I'm like, oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> but, like, every reference that that cop throws, like, in terms of, like, Native American pop Calm culture. Calm down there, Tonto. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, when he was checking the generator, like, what r- made me remember is, like, when he was checking the generator, he stuck the stick into the fuel tank to check the gas level. I'm like, I know there's, oh. I know people who wouldn't know to think to do that. Right. Like, also, the amount of just straight up, ca- like, because the power goes out. And I'm like, I guess we're on candles now. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Candles? The thing that, and I was thinking, like, these guys don't even have walkie-talkies. They don't have walkie-talkies. They don't have cell phones. Someone cut the power line, and I guess we can't talk to people anymore. Yeah. Andrew, you didn't give this movie a rating. Flat seven. I was, I was, I had it in the back of my head. It's like, I would, it honestly be like, I was thinking, it's like, ooh, this might be like a seven and three quarters eight for me going into the third act. And then that third act tanked it for me. Yeah, that's totally fair. I'm kind of in the same boat. I almost feel bad for giving it a seven, but it I'm giving it a seven purely because the death scenes were so cool, I, dude. I feel so bad cool. for the first two acts for giving it a seven, and I, I but I'm just like, ooh, I'm being generous for that third act of that seven. For sure, for sure. You're really dunk. I thought the third act was cool. I like them fighting. I also um, just don't think this genre is mine. It's just not my thing. I don't think any sure. of these movies could get an eight. It's just. It's too old. It's too not my thing. No, I um, also so think, sevens is high. Yeah, I also think a big part of why I'm rating it, why I enjoyed it so much, is just because I hate paranormal horror. Mm-hmm. So like the Conjuring universe, not yeah. my cup of tea. Count me out on that. But it's like this is like a person. It's like a, it's a mad woman just killing mm-hmm. people. It's like I can. It's like I can fight a mad woman. We saw some people fight a mad woman. I right. can't fight a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> When spirits get involved, I'm, you can count me out. Yep. All right, Alex, would you like to welcome back our non-movie listeners? Welcome back, non-movie listeners. Hi, non-movie listeners. Alex said that with a spite that you are not, as an audience, going to understand for two more weeks. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back, non-movie listeners. All right, we're going to move on to our improv segment. We're going to go back to a classic, one of our first, one of our favorites. We're going to do some Sell Me This Pod. The way this improv segment works is we're going to be pitching each other good ideas, but we have to sell them as bad ideas. And then we'll do the same, but reversed. Pretty simple. We have 60 seconds to do so. Does anybody want to go first? Um, I do want to disclose something. I've been drinking. And I, am freaking, <laughs> I didn't feel it to the end, like when we were giving our ratings. And now I'm just like, I'm in it, bro. No, I'm Alex so, went out of his way to show us exactly how much alcohol was in his drink. It was. Dude, I am feeling. I don't even think I'm feeling good. I'm just feeling off. I am not <laughs> sharp right now. So who no. knows how this improv segment is going to go. No, I get it. I'm, I'm two drinks deep as well. So. All right, Craig. I had up. water. I had water. No, I'm not going to catch up because the only alcohol in this apartment is a case of PBR that is at least two months old. Yeah, that's fair. Dude, that's really not that old. It's not that old, but it's PBR, so. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like you said, it is PBR, and I'm pretty sure it has its own little, like, civilization in there now. Oh, nice. um, Does anybody want to go first? I can go first, sure. (laughs) All right, Andrew, you have to tell me why um, you have to tell me why rigged elections are a good thing. Because the people are stupid. 
That's why. No, the whole electoral college was designed because you can't trust the general populace. They don't know what they're doing. They're just sitting there watching American Idol and reality TV shows all day, thinking about sex and smoking weed. They don't know what's going on in American politics and know what's best for the world or let alone for the country. It's just I'm going like, to ask uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask real quick. Um, what is the best way to rig an election? You have 30 seconds, by the way. The best way to rig an election is probably to just fake the... It's like, in this modern day and age, you can just say whatever number you want it to be, and no no one can really (laughs) check it. So if you... (laughs) It's like, news media is just getting exit polls. Those aren't the real numbers. You can just say whatever heck number you want. As long as you get the people who actually decide the election to go along with you, election's rigged. All right, fair enough. You sold me, man. Craig, you, you can... are ready to tell me why something's a good thing? All right, Alex, give me a give me a bad thing that I have to make good. Um, or Andrew, you know, no rules, no limits. Oh, boy, oh boy, do you love that new abortion ban in Texas, dude. You okay. love it cool. so much that you can talk about a minute about how it's a great thing. So I think the the best thing about it is it really showcases a small government. Right. So um, the thing about like what mm-hmm. uh, hard conservatives, they, they're they always like small government, small government. We want the people to make the choices for the people. And I think that nothing says small government more than an abortion ban. Um, it's like, hey, um, th- the government is so small that it can fit in your homes and in your bodies. Um, so these women. Yeah. <laughs> what, so, a take. Uh, what a take. What a take. So women are like, man, I sure wish that I had somebody to help me through this pregnancy. They look to their left and they don't see anybody. They see to the right and they're like, oh, it's my small little government friend. Hi, small government friend. And the government is like, keep that baby. And uh, that's why I think that it's important. Oh, like, I definitely know, you, thought you were going more along the angle that it was just some old white guy forcing himself inside a person's body. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm th- in my head. This little small government I don't think we're figure. To say that in the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We're keeping it in. Keep it in. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's time. I think that's time. Not bad. Not bad. I did not think you're gonna go that way, man. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex. I want you to tell me, Andrew. You haven't come up with one. You come up. With yeah. Alex, I want you to tell me why loot boxes are a good thing. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, loot boxes are like in video games and certain apps and stuff where you buy or essentially gamble some of your money that you might get something good that helps you in the game or doesn't do almost anything at all. So it is straight up gambling. Now, a lot of people are like when you're in schools, they teach you know, have no sex is the best sex. That's the only way to keep yourself safe. And there's been this rising group that say, hey, we need to teach them the facts. And loot boxes are one of the ways to teach people the facts. How are we supposed to let people know that gambling is bad? If all we just say is stay away from gambling, get them involved, let them experience loss. College fund, what college fund? You spent it all and got nothing from it. Oh, you spent a whole year minimum wage at McDonald's and you gambled away trying to get ahead in some game that you and your friends play on Xbox that you're probably not going to play in two years, learn that lesson. If you have to sell your wife's engagement ring or 
not to be able to afford textbooks in college because you gambled that money away. That's the only way that people learn lessons. Let's give them the facts. 10 seconds. Let's expose them to what real life is. And if they can't get into casinos because they're not old enough and they can't sports bet, loot boxes are the only way. Grab your mom's credit card, grab your dad's Time. credit card, and that's how you learn this lesson. No, that's definitely good because I've only ever won at casinos, so I need to learn that hard lesson in another right. way. I love how um, most, whenever we're forced, like, oh, make a bad thing a good thing, we always default to it builds character. Right. <laughs> how are you supposed to learn a lesson if you don't experience serious trauma at a young age? <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, like you can genuinely make an argument like, oh, let them learn this. Let them learn the problems of gambling while the stakes are low, you know, right. Two dollar purchase here, five dollar purchase here, whatever. Then you start going, no college fund, no textbooks. And I'm like, Alex, Alex, do we need to take away Clash of Clans? (laughs) Dude, a significant part of the world would be very upset with that. All right. Let's turn good things into bad things. Same order. Okay. You want to come up with one uh, for Andrew, correct? Oh, right. Andrew, tell me why a doctorate, tell me why a doctorate is a bad thing. Dude. Why Why is, is getting this a is, doctorate a bad thing? You can just be are, real for a second. Yeah, doctors are a bad easy. thing because you don't need one. It's like you could, you could get just as much, you can learn just as much by 30 minutes of a Google search as you can through 10 years and a hundred and a hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars on a doctorate it's like ooh, you get this really expensive piece of paper that you're gonna frame and hang up on a wall that no one's gonna care about it's like so what it's like all you gotta do is google search where do i need to cut in order to open up someone's chest it's like nope it's like you don't need to go through six years of grueling medical school and residency 30 seconds just to hate your life and get burnt out in six more years, and you're still going to be $300,000 in debt. Just do a Google search and you'll get everything you need. It's like, there's no point in getting a doctorate. Same thing with science doctors. It's all on the internet. Just go Google it yourself. You'll learn everything that they teach you anyway. (laughs) So I love, a lot of surgeries take a long time, right? Like some surgeries can take like 10 or 12 hours. And I like to think that they only take that long because they're Googling it as they Go. They're just exactly. watching a YouTube video and they're just like, wait, where am I supposed to cut? Rewind 10 seconds? I know. I can't remember what to do for five minutes straight. You think I could remember what to do for 10 to 12 hours? It's like, I'm going to have to have that YouTube video right next to me. Just knowing like, all right, step one, cut here. What was the next step? Okay, step two, cut here. Yeah. Unpause. Pause it. <laughs> yep. And then they cut the wrong artery. And then they're like scrolling through the playlist, like how to fix, how to fix, how to fix, yeah. how to fix. Yeah, it's all on the internet. Uh, Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Mm -hmm. All right, give me something good. Dude, I have the worst thing for you, actually. It's called employment. Earning money for your family. For years, nay, decades, humanity has been a slave to earning wealth for the elite, for earning and creating money that the worker will never see. In fact, whatever they see is a fraction of a percent of the true wealth that they are creating. So we say, forget the entire system, throw it all in the trash, forget employment, leave. Walk out that door. Understand what your worth as a human is. We have not made, we have not spent, we have not thrown away our lives just for someone else to make top dollar. No, instead, we shall walk out and we shall form our own lives. 10 seconds. We forget the 
Forget the plant. Forget the factory. Live in the woods. Write poetry. Be who you really are. That was a inspiring speech. And I thought you were leaning towards unions and you decided just people to live in the woods. <laughs> and uh, what a plot twist. And who it was, needs it was unions very good. when everyone's just out in the woods being right. their druidic self? Ah, oh, dang. I got another letter from the poetry union. Oh, dude. If there was. <laughs> right. The poetry union dues is just a bunch of quills and ink pots. And that's Harry Potter. Next. Alex, why are community gardens a bad thing? Wow. Well, this is easy. And let me tell you why. Division of labor. Because what ends up happening is someone's old grandma Shirley or Ruth are out there breaking their backs, making their arthritis a million times worse, so that a couple of you freaking pot-smoking, munchy-filled rejects can go out there and eat all the freaking zucchini. I'm telling you what, if we're going to do community gardens, clock in, clock out. Because <laughs> if you're going to, you get proportional to what you worked on. Community gardens are overrated because you can eat other people's food. You get a section of the community garden now. And the big, the more you work, the more the section seconds. is allocated to you. You don't just go, get to go in, be like, wow, we're homeless. Or wow, poverty hit our family. Or wow, we don't have access to French fresh food. And then. Go take what other people have worked on for a season. 10 seconds. Hey, man, rob a grocery store like a grown-up or clock <laughs> in. This community is not about you. All right. Stand by that. I just want to say, um, if I know one thing about pot smokers, they love that zucchini. They love fresh <laughs> fruit, bro. They love that fresh fruit, fruit and veggies, man. That's what they crave. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I think this has been a successful round of selling each other pods. Um, are we ready for the middle segment? I am excited Let's about go. the middle segment. Okay. So for a little bit of background, all right. Redemption. Andrew, I need redemption. Andrew has prepared a middle segment. He's the only guest to have prepared a middle segment and he's done it twice now. And Alex was vocal, very vocal, about <laughs> actively disliking Andrew's middle segment. To be so, fair, I didn't like it either. When I listened back to it, least favorite segment in the history of the podcast was my segment. This is about seven months old now. I don't remember what the segment was. Do you want me to remind you or do you want it to stay a mystery? I want to be reminded so that way I can have, I'll know for sure whether or not he redeemed himself. It was, okay, so it was whose tagline is it anyway, but instead okay. of taglines, it was Magic the Gathering cards. Oh my gosh, bro. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So if you want to go back and compare the middle segments, all right, it was our Decades oh. Some Like It Hot episode. So go listen to that middle segment and then come back and do this middle segment. It came all out right. in March, ladies and gentlemen. So now you know where and to go. Andrew, what do yeah. you got? So at the start of this podcast, we figured out my... AKA. I am yep. the OG sponsor. But there are lots of celebrities who figured out their AKA a long time ago. So this segment is AKA. I'm going to give you the real name of celebrities and you're going to have to guess what they're what they're better known as. I All right. This is good, dude. Yeah. I'm also positive I'm going to do better than Craig. Oh, me you too. You are 100% I, I, correct. <laughs> so I know the list. Okay, I, real I, quick, I, I do want to say, I do want to say, uh -huh. so there is I, I've seen a few videos like this on TikTok. Uh -huh. um, I think there's a TikTok account like Lumberland, Lumberland or Lumberland or something like that. They do mm -hmm. stuff like this. And every time they do it, it's like, oh, yeah, that's Kid Cudi. Or like, oh, yeah, that's 50 Cent. And I'm like, could have fooled me. Yeah, <laughs> Could have fooled me. So prepare for bad. Andrew, let's go for it. 
So I'm going to start off with a relatively easy one for you guys. Uh, yeah. Who's uh, Mark Sinclair? I don't oh, know. I know this one. I don't know. Mark Twain? Mark no. Sinclair. Mark Sinclair. Okay, I need oh. to I need to have my stupid guesses before Alex gets his correct guess. Uh, All right. Mark guess. Sinclair. All right. Kendra, Kendrick Lamar. No. No. Closer no. than uh, okay. It's a rapper for sure. Yeah. I'm leaning um, towards a southern guy. I don't know southern. I don't know who's southern and who's not. You do. So, Sinclair. No. Is it is it Tupac? No. No. Is it? Wait 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 XX? wait wait. Is it Temptation? No no no. It's not a rapper. Uh, it's not a rapper. It's yeah, not a rapper. It's, it's not a rapper. It's an. Is it Bruno Mars? No. The mark is throwing me off. The mm. only. Guy I know in real life named Sinclair is Vin Diesel. It's Vin Diesel. You had the- me so I was so focused on that on that rapper train that that mm-hmm. is all I could think of. It's like, yeah. dude, oh, actively it's like- named. Hold on. Yeah. This guy actively named himself Vin. Uh, it's it's a Diesel. Well, all right. Vin, Diesel. So Vin that's- Vin is based off of his mother's maiden name. It was I forget what his full like his full maiden name was. That's actually a pretty that- common theme. Sure. That's a pretty common and, theme. Sure. And Diesel is just. Their- Gangster. Yeah, he was literally dope. just like that. Sounded cool. It's like, uh, so now we got Stefani, Joanne, Angelina, Germanata. Is that not Gwen Stefani? No, it is not. A- Angelina Jolie. No, dude, I'm lost. I don't know this. Shakira. One. No. Is no, this he, person a singer? Yes. Or music musician? God. Is it a, Is it Jennifer Lopez? Nope. Can you read it to me one more time? Stefani, Joanne, Angelina, Germanata. I have no clue. Does she oh, speak Spanish? Oh, no, at least not to my knowledge. No clue. Is it? Uh, is it, I'm gonna I'm gonna get obscure. Is, is it like Cardi B? No. No. Is it Doja I know, Cat? I know her real name, no. and I don't know. Oh, is it yeah. Megan The Stallion? Her no. name's probably Megan. <laughs> then okay, I don't know who it is. It's Lady Gaga. Of course oh, it is. Six names dang. on brand. On brand. She got it from the the inspiration was the queen song radio gaga oh wow also i hate that song so sorry lady gaga uh do we like lady gaga i do i like i mean i well actually let me watch house of gucci first then i'll have a declaration on lady i think i'll like her more in house of gucci than everything else all right next one eric marlon bishop oh i know this eric yeah i figured you would is this guy black Yes. Okay. Is this one Kendrick Lamar? No. Is this one Kid Cudi? No. Temptation? No. Juice World? No. Who's the uh, ASAP Rocky? No. Oh, Chance the Rapper. No. This person makes music, but they also act. And There's comedy. no way it's Donald Glover, right? No. No. Okay. Makes music, but also acts. Because his real name is Donald Glover, you idiot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just... Hey! We established 10 minutes ago. <laughs> That everything that came out of my mouth was going to be dumb and stupid and bad. And you lived up to that promise. It's Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx changed his name to Jamie Foxx because when he was doing stand-up, he wanted, most of them, to put girls first. And when you do music, they put girls first. And Jamie Foxx is just ambiguous. Yeah. It's it's a more feminine feminine sounding name. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a bit of a throwback here to uh, Archibald Leach. Tubac. No glow. No Archibald. Clue, this is we're going like Mar- Marilyn Monroe, like uh, Sound of Music. JFK. Frank no. Sinatra. Nope. Um. Oh, uh, Sammy Davis. Can nope. you? JFK is a fake name. What are you freaking crazy? <laughs> Dude, Obama got like called out on a fake names. birth certificate. If this guy didn't have a real name. <laughs> <laughs> and you ran for president, we'd have a problem. 
Um, yeah, this one. I'm just trying. I was just trying to people from the era. Okay, yeah, honestly, shoot me, just Ruth. like you shot JFK. This is probably the hardest one out of all of them. No, it's not. Oh, this one's the hard one. What yeah. is what is the line of business? Actor, Actor. singer, yep. athlete. Uh, I'll give you guys a hint. Uh, Charlie Chaplin st- starred in North by Northwest and Charade. I've never heard of either one of those movies. Alfred Hitchcock. He said starred, not directed, and he didn't direct either of those movies either. Um, I just Jack hope Nicholson. We... I'm gonna I'm gonna call it here. It's Cary Grant. Never, never would have, never would have. Not even close. Also, kind of confusing who Cary Grant is. So we're gonna keep it moving. <laughs> uh, Reginald Kenneth Dwight. This one's Kendrick Lamar. No. Will you stop saying Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Craig, Kendrick Lamar is not on this list. Dang it! <laughs> I thought if I kept guessing him, I would have gotten it right eventually. But you are Yo, in the correct Also, Kendrick Lamar's real name is Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I figured it I was. Thought, I could have sworn I heard somewhere that that was a stage name. but His last name is Duckworth, but his first name is Kendrick, and his male name is Lamar. Okay. <laughs> like, um, counts. Yeah, I have no clue. What's this guy's name again? Reginald? Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Is he a rapper? No. Actor? No. He's he's a musician though. Oh boy. Um. Reginald an, was his first name. Can you give us an Elton John? It is Elton John. Was that a shot in the dark, or did you it draw was, on uh, something? British. It's uh, a okay. a foreigner. It's a foreigner name. <laughs> if you're American and your name is Reginald, end your life. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Andrew, do you got any more? Yeah. Oh, I got a few more, but uh, okay. we're going to go. Next one's going to be Peter Gene Hernandez. Okay, so we're looking for. He's Hispanic? Yeah. If you're just like kind of. <laughs> you know, no, he is. He is He is Hispanic. Uh, I don't know. Do you, Actor? Uh, we've said it before. Singer. Bruno Mars. It. It's Bruno Mars. <laughs> I forgot about. What's his first name? Peter. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I knew he was. He's Hawaiian. Oh. And I think I think one of his parents is Hispanic, mm-hmm. but he used to, he grew up. Dude, I know too much about Bruno Mars, but I totally forgot his name. Totally forgot. Uh, his name. I, we, I'm I got, walking away victorious today. I got I got one more. I got one more, okay. and then we can pass it on. Ella Maria Marija Lani Yellick O'Connor. Ella, I want to try Mar- that one more time. Yeah, Ella Marija Lani Yellick O'Connor. Saoirse Ronan. No. I'm pretty sure I don't know who this person is. Um, Jessica we... Chastain. No, it's uh, it's another singer. Fergie. Nope. Kesha. No. Um, Haley do Williams. Do they go by one name? They do go by one name. It's Madonna. not Beyonce. It's not Rihanna. I know them. It's not. Was it Cardi. Madonna? No. It's not. Uh, it's obviously a female. Females. I have one name. Cher. Uh, oh, that's nope, a good one. Not Cher. Um, what's that one who says Dolly my heart will go on? No. Uh, Whitney Houston. No. No. Uh. Mm, Ah, oh, it starts with a C. The I know who you're talking about, and it's not her. Far wherever you are, I believe that my heart will go on. Oh, Celine Dion. It's not her. It's like I knew who you were talking about. It wasn't her. Is she over 40? No. At least I'm pretty sure she's not. Golly. Is she Gwen still, Stefani. Is she still no, cranking out single hits? Single name. I'm pretty sure. She's got one name. We can't move on until we guess this. Okay. okay. It's the last one. We What's gotta the one get who this sings? Right. Oh, I guess she's still cranking out hits. That so wouldn't be her. Um, Lord. It's Lord. You said she's maybe under 40. Andrew, Lord is like seven. <laughs> right? I don't, Craig, I don't follow she's, We're going to look her up, but she's going to be our age. She's yeah, gonna be like I, freaking twenty-two. No, she probably I is, think, but I'm like, I think pure heroin under- came out when she was nineteen or seventeen. Look, I don't know people's ages. That's that's not Lord my is thing. twenty-four. 
<laughs> gang, gang. Look, I wasn't right. sure on her age, and so I just no. Nah, it's all safe. good. I'm just that was a hard I'm, one. That was that hard. was. Mm-hmm. If we would have gotten a little bit more into rappers, I could have gotten away with it. But well, that was so, just difficult. Also on the list um, that we just didn't get to for time, I did have uh, Cardi B down and The Weeknd. Oh yeah, I know who both those guys are. Yeah. Uh, Weeknd's but, Abel and Cardi has a super whack first name. Bel, it's like Bel Calis. Bel, yeah, Bel Calzar or something like that. It's like it's so Bel Calis. It's Bel Calis Almanzar is her full name. Yeah, I would have gotten both of those, so that's not fair to. But but I got one right, so I got Bruno Mars. Dude, I'm and- just gonna hang my hat on Elton John for just being foreign. <laughs> Not only did I get Bruno Mars, I called it ten minutes earlier. No, <laughs> I called it's my like shot. You said you said Bruno Mars, and I put my hand over my face to keep me from smiling because he, I knew he was on the list coming up. Nice. All right, dude, good stuff, good stuff. I we might pull that back. That was good. Um, Alex, you got our one hit. One hit. We're just doing tongue twisters, and if we blow these out of the water, then we'll have to come up with our own. I hope it does not get to this point because I think we're already going to be scared about bombing on the ones that we have right now. So I am going to send this in the chat. Here's the first one. Hey, Alex. I already know how this is going to sound out loud. And... Not a fan, actually. <laughs> you guys can go ahead and say that one. So I'm just going to break it down real. F- I'm going to break it down so you know what we're saying. We are saying an ape hates grape cakes. Now, if you have two brain cells, you know that if we mess this up, the FBI will kill us. <laughs> no, the FBI will kill oh. you. I'm, yeah. I promise the rest of them are not this bad, but we had to start off on a banger. An ape yeah, hates ha- grape have cakes. The- have the two an ape hates grape cakes an ape hates grape cakes an ape hates grape cakes i think you got him andrew want to give it a shot an ape hates grape cakes an ape hates grape cakes i did not get it i started off too fast i started off way too confident i don't even think craig hit the words per minute for you so all right here we go next one six check cricket critics this is hard bro this was six Six checks, six check cricket kid, six check cricket, six check cricket kid. Do you remember in high school? Six check cricket Six check cricket critics. Six check cricket critics. Six check cricket critics. I've noticed that we've been having a major speech impediment recently, and I'm like, you know what we should do for our one hit wonder? Make it worse. We should make it real bad. Do you remember, like in middle school, like like I was in middle school, you were in high school when there was like a speech jammer app on your phone that i have it i have it it's this is how it feels yeah you're saying you're in the middle of saying a word and you're like i'm saying this wrong six check cricket critics six check cricket critics fresh french fried fly fritters French fr- Greg, first word. You got to get the first one. I know. I'm aware. Fresh French fried fly fritters. Fresh French fried fly fritters. Fresh French fried fly fritters. French fresh 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 That's not bad, though. You had a couple good ones in there. And you want to give it a shot? Fresh French fried fly fritters. 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 Okay. We're going to call it on that one. So the last three. My favorite one about that one was Andrew saying the word fly twice for no reason right. he's like i know the word fly i'll say it twice honestly so the, i don't remember saying it twice so the first three were level one this level oh good the, the next three are just the hardest ones i could find okay cool. and they're did long you go- did you google hardest tongue twisters 
Yes. Okay. okay. So it's right. if you must cross a course, cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross course cow against the crowded crossing carefully. I need to I need to center myself. If you must cross a course, cross cow across a crossed If you must cross a course, cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross <laughs> Coarse cow across the crowded cow crossing carefully. I love how the game is just okay. like cross, cross cow, cross, cross, cross cow, cow cross, cross across the cow. If you if you must cross a coarse cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross coarse cow across the crowded cow crossing carefully. Not bad. All right. If you must cross a coarse cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross uh, coarse cow. Uh, uh, okay, I'll tell you what the problem is. It's the cross. Cross the cross course cow. It's because you don't want to say cross again. You don't want to say cross immediately again, but you do. Yeah, because cross, when you look at course, it feels like it should be cross. If you must cross a course cross cow across a crowded cow crossing, cross the cross course cow across the crowded cow crossing carefully. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. So here's the second to last one. Do you want to break it down for us? I thought a thought, but the thought I thought wasn't the thought I thought I thought. If the thought I thought I thought, the thought I thought, I wouldn't have thought I thought. I think you added a few more in there. Yeah. And you just read it normal. I thought a thought, but the thought I thought wasn't the thought I thought I thought. If the thought I thought I thought, the thought I thought, I wouldn't have thought I thought. By the way, this is not T-H-O-I-T. This is T-H-O-U-G-H-T every single time. I thought a thought. I thought a thought. But the thought I thought wasn't the thought I thought I thought. If the thought I thought I thought had been the thought I thought, I wouldn't have thought I thought. Nailed it. I thought... Oh, I... uh, I thought a thought, but the thought I thought wasn't the thought I thought I thought. The thought I thought I thought I thought had been the thought I thought I wouldn't have thought I thought. Nailed it. All right. Here's this next one. I wish to wish the wish you wish to wish. But if you wish the wish the witch wishes, I wouldn't wish the wish you wish to wish andrew do you want to take this last yeah, I'll one take this one i wish to wish the wish you wish to wish but if i but if you wish the wish the witch wishes i don't wish the wish you wish to wish it's the okay. witch that throws it's you off mm-hmm. i wish to wish the wish you wish to wish but if you wish the wish the witch wishes i won't wish the wish you wish to wish nailed it bro yeah. do we want to come up with our own or is that just too hard that's too hard that's I'm, just too yeah. damn bad <laughs> That's something I'm not going to be able to do in this time. What is time that, we got Grandpa? <laughs> okay. Well, Beautiful. I think that just about wraps it up. Uh, that's that was our one hit wonder that's never going back. It's tongue twisters and adding our own, but we didn't add our own because it was too hard. <laughs> All right. Um, what have you guys been watching? <sighs> the Mentalist. I just finished the first season. It's 24 episodes a season. Oh. Dude, I've been wanting to get into 24. And Dude, that first is- of all, I watched the first two seasons. I'm, here's how you do it. You're in college, so you don't have a life. Here's how you do it. You start at 8 o'clock in the morning because it the movie starts at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then there are 40-minute episodes. You start each episode on the hour. So you watch sure. the 8 o'clock one at 8, and you do it for 24 hours straight. It is the it, There's no greater feeling than looking at your watch in real life and knowing what time it is in the movie. That That's pretty or cool. Or in the show. That is pretty cool. I've yeah. done it once, and I've wanted to do it ever since. It is but- so freaking good. Also, Jack Bauer is like widely known as the... 
um, the common man for James Bond and Jason Bourne. He's just yeah. the guy who happens to save the world all the time, and he's just a normal dude. Yeah, but I just want to say, like, the biggest hang-up for me starting that is the 24 episode 24 seasons. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But, dude, if you can just bang it out, I'm telling you. Because in the show, it's like, let's say, 6 o'clock in the morning. The show's about to end. The stakes are stupid high, but you're tired. He's falling asleep. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. dope. Ugh. I highly yeah. recommend. That actually sounds pretty fun. Andrew, what about that. you? What are you watching? Uh, I just wrapped up season two of Motherland Fort Salem. It's on. It originally airs on Freeform, but you can get it on Hulu for, for like just with the normal package. That's like a witch show, isn't it? Yeah, so it's kind of like an alternate timeline where a witches are real and then b they made a deal at the salem witch trials where witches now are the american military oh Oh. that's wild so interesting yeah and so it's and every single witch based on this deal is magically compelled to join the united states military once they reach 18 what the heck dude how do people come up with these concepts Uh, now how much better do you think this show could be if it wasn't limited by network stuff honestly it's some of the special effects aren't the greatest but the writing is phenomenal the acting is phenomenal it's like okay moderately better just because you could get some better special effects but not too many freeform shows are breaking through the crowd these days Mm -hmm. it's i just found it it's like season one was phenomenal i just finished season two and i'm excited for season three whenever that comes out so that's what i all right rock on well guys I watched Dear Evan Hansen. Finally. So much as you've been talking about it. This podcast knows that I will defend musicals to the death. I think that they are I think that they are unjustly criticized by mainstream critics. But this one's bad, guys. I'm so glad you said that. This one is so bad. So who's in it? It exists. Ben Platt is in it. Yep. Um You might know him from Pitch Perfect. Uh, Julianne Moore is in it. Okay. Amy Adams is in it. Oh, I love her. I love her. And uh, Caitlin Drever is in it. And she was from Booksmart, if you remember. Okay. Um. So the, when I told you that I was seeing it, you said to me, the biggest thing I'm concerned about is, do you believe that he is a teenager? Right. And the short answer is kinda. Um, he had he does he never has the physicality of a teenager, right? right? Which is always annoying because even like for instance, Tom Holland playing Spider Man, he's our age, but yeah. I can believe it, dude. Yeah. I can just believe yeah. it. And uh, Caitlin Drever is our age, but I can believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whenever he is standing next to her, he towers over her by like uh, a foot and a half. Yeah, and. You know, has long curly hair, and it's like, bud, I, you are nothing. Also, mm-hmm. he performs like he's on Broadway. He's not performing like he's in a movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know this for sure or not, but it sounded like the music was recorded on set. So he sang it on set, and he is not a good singing performer. I like his voice, which is crazy because ev- he was on Broadway performing this. Yeah, and and I don't like his. I don't if he did it for the. T- Tonys and I hate that performance too for the same reason because whenever he hits high notes you see every vein in his neck 
just expand. And he does this thing where like he closes his eyes, he purses his lips and he like reaches his neck forward. And he does it for the entirety of the opening number. Anytime he hits something like higher than his chest voice. And I'm like, Ben, Ben, this is nothing. This is nothing. Also, I don't like the story. The story is stupid and dumb and bad. There's a um, lot of people that are going to be upset with you for just that. Because a lot of people are like, all right, he doesn't like the music, but the story's good. And if you don't like the story, you're going to have enemies. And so here's the thing. I'm a fan of the music. I just hate how it's <laughs> physically performed. Sincerely Me is a great breath of levity in a very serious moment. I liked that song. There's a song called Requiem where Ben Platt just isn't even in it. So that's a plus. Um, and it's just this beautiful, gorgeous song about like... Everyone is grieving my dead brother, but I hated him, so I am not grieving about it. And I think that that's such a gorgeous song and it's performed so well. And then we cut to another Ben Platt moment. I'm like, never mind. I Nothing makes me happier than hearing you bash musicals. It makes me feel so good. Trust, trust me, as someone who lived with him going on about this and listening to him at full blast throughout the house, it is equally enjoyable for on my end. Right. So the movie's a five out of 10. There are good, there are salvageable moments, but they are pure moments. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had, I started watching Beckett on Netflix with Denzel Washington's son. Dave right. I think Washington. I've seen ads for this. Yeah. And it's got an amazing actress in the beginning. I love her. She's in a bunch of movies I've seen and she's dope. I can't remember her name, but that's not important because she's only in the movie for the first 10 minutes. I can't watch this movie past the 30 minute mark. Uh. And that sucks because Uh. he's in Tenant, my favorite movie. And I want to support him through this, but I can't, for some reason, it's just off. There's the stakes for me don't feel high enough. So basically what happens is him and his girlfriend are in Greece and they're driving back to their hotel and he falls asleep at the wheel and they get in a car accident that's brutal and she dies Mm -hmm. and he lives. And then while they're in the car accident, they crash into a house that may or may not be like affiliated with the bad guys. So the bad, so he talks about, yo, I found this house. And they're like, no, you didn't. There's no house there. And he goes, well, I saw people in there. He goes, no one's lived there for years. And then people start coming after him, right? Like the cops are in on it. A bunch of people are in on it. And at that point, I'm like, for some reason, the stakes don't feel high enough. Maybe it was because I just got done finishing Kate and everyone's a freaking assassin, backflipping jujitsu <laughs> murderer. But for this, I'm like, I'm not ready to see you be a normal guy when in Tenet, you were a time traveler. So it was it was just off for me. I can't finish it. I might go back and watch it later, but I can't get through it. And it's supposed to be really good, but who knows? <laughs> that is my favorite thing is when people say it's supposed to be really good. Oh, checking the scores. No, it's not. Okay, sweet. Then I'm not gonna, I probably won't finish it. I'm, it's not worth it then. I don't feel like I owe him anything. I tried, bro. I tried. All right. Um, Andrew, do you have anything that you want to close out with? You don't have anything to plug unless you've been working on a secret project I don't know about. No, it's like there may be some secret projects coming out in the distant future now that I've got a laptop that can actually do things. But uh, at, at the you moment... You can plug your social media, I guess. It's like if you want to follow, it's A Wells. 1911 on Twitter. Just he had to think about that. Well, it's either A Wells 1911 or night or 1944, and 
and I can never re- remember which ones I picked. Dude, some <laughs> rando is about to get hella followers. <laughs> yeah, it's about, it's going to be a lot compared to what I'm used to, which is about one a year. But uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I get like Shout five. out our sponsor. He's the reason we can watch half these movies anyway. So go show him some love. So I'm pretty yeah. sure you guys watch more HBO Max than I do. So Guaranteed. Glad to know Guaranteed. I, I know. It. I think between the three of us, it's Alex is the top. Yeah. yeah. It's like half the time I log on to Xbox and I see him using HBO Max and I'm like, glad someone's using it. Yeah. And awesome. honestly, I use it mostly for uh, last week tonight, if anything. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, next week we are watching Texas Chainsaw massacre which uh bug has told me on multiple times that of the four movies we're watching this is going to be the toughest for me to get through so not looking forward to that i think our dad whatever really that likes means this one, though. so I, yeah texas chainsaw massacre next week we're gonna have fun with that i guess yeah. um, but uh, otherwise uh my name is craig wells aka permanent handle i'm alex good aka alex good and i'm andrew wells aka og sponsor have fun go. be safe and make good choices and while you're at it tell your mom i said hi see you next week bye